I, could, I think my audio's going. Yeah, it is. Fuck uh, madness. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. I've done this 133 <laughs> times. Yeah. Well, it sounds like this is no country for old Aaron. <laughs> Matt, would you lead us in, please? Yeah, yeah. This is Parker Madness Podcast. I'm Matt. That's Ben. And that's Aaron. Our wonderful technical officer. <laughs> 133 <laughs> episodes. Yep. <laughs> Uh, okay, so last week, what did we do last week? Uh, you know, I'm quitting after 1.35, right? You're quitting? Yeah, quitting the show. Okay. Oh, well. You're going to walk off into the mountains. If you and, think you're getting mm-hmm. a severance package, yeah, you can you can check my, my pants. Is that the severance? <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> what, what was the movie last week? I already uh, forgot. One of these crazy society movies, right? Uh... Big Country. Clockwork? For was big that yeah, we did Clockwork, Clockwork Orange last week. Clockwork How did I forget Orange that? Was last week. That was really good. Uh, the week before that was Taxi Driver. This week is No Country for Old Men. Next week is Schindler's List. Oh, man. No, next week. We already know next week's for a change. So uh, we'll, <laughs> What is next week? We'll tease that for the very end. Ah, yeah. um, oh, okay. if, We've already mentioned if it. If you're new to the show, no, we, we'll watch guys. a movie, and then it, we'll talk about it at the, at the very end. We'll give you a rating. Blah, blah, um, blah, blah, blah. This week, though, we chose No Country for Old Men. Again, one that was on Netflix, but... What we found out was it was taken off literally a day, yesterday, the Gosh, day before. Thanks, Obama. Right before. Hey, it actually counts now. He's part of Netflix, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah he's aligned. Okay. Um, so, No Country for Old Men, uh, 2007. You know, Obama cares. Well, nice. according to the paperwork, yeah. Nice. Ben, do you want to give our audience a quick rundown if they haven't seen the movie? <laughs> No Country for Old Men is a 2007 American neo-noir, neo-western crime thriller film written and directed by Joel and Ethan Cohen, based on the Cormac McCarthy's 2005 novel of the same name. A cat-and-mouse thriller starring Tommy Lee Jones, who does absolutely nothing in the picture, Javier Bardem, Frendo, and Josh Brolin. Uh, you may know him as Thanos. Mm-hmm. It follows a Texas welder and Vietnam War veteran in the desert landscape of 1980 West Texas. The film won four awards at the 80th Academy Awards. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Supporting Actor for Javier, Javier Bardem, mm-hmm. and Best Adapted Screenplay. Very good. Damn. That was very good. I was I, I was it. surprised it won that many awards actually. Are you are you in, in are well, you covertly I, trying to dig the movie? No, 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 no. Oh. I well, I was just I re- obviously knew that it won best picture cuz uh <laughs> are you saying it's not perfect? I just did not know that it that the Coen brothers won. For You're this. up for review. Call well, it. the movie is, but call, just call it. Well, one for direct. They won for directors. Um, this is the first one they ever won, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So this movie really starts off with, it starts off with, so to your point, Ben, in your, your summary, Tommy Lee Jones 
you th- don't think he's really in the movie, but the movie starts with him. It's the whole. It's, I get the metaphor with him. It starts with him narrating. Uh, you know, that he doesn't want to meet. Can't help but compare yourself to the old timers. Yeah, you know, they, this world's too new for him, and he doesn't want to put all the chips into something he doesn't understand. Can I? Can I tell you, boys, that um, don't want to put my soul in that Matt and I touched on this briefly in a more lighthearted fashion That's before the show yeah. started, but. Um, uh, there's something I love about uh, well-spoken Southerners waxing poetic that I love so much. Is that why that the Big drawl. Lebowski is one of your favorite movies? I no, it's not. It's it's um, good, but it's not. It's one another Coen brother movie. It is. It is. They they have a good pedigree, but I really enjoy um, Tommy Lee Jones going off on his little his little tirades. I thought he was more <laughs> believable as Two Face. That, it's funny that you bring that up because I can't decide whether I like him better in this movie or Batman Forever better. <laughs> Those are his two best roles, in my opinion. I like him in The Fugitive. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good movie. I was gonna. I was trying to see if I could weave in. But a these men two in black are the joke. ones that stuck in my craw, shall we say? Mm. Oh, good. In, in the best possible way. You should get some toilet paper for that. <laughs> uh, wait. Hold on. Let me. Where's the sound? Hold on. Oh, this this bear's waiting oh. for. This bear's waiting for. Yes. <laughs> He's done it. The flow of this is just perfect. Um well so well, Tom, it works Tom, for the it works for the movie. Yeah. It's if we had no music, there are, it was just uh, everything is happenstance. Atmospherics. Everything is happenstance. Like I can just uh, walk out here and uh, walk out the room. I mean he really can. He's um He's actually gone. I'm going downstairs. He's back. Oh, no. <laughs> you sit down. He just knocked over the You sit screen. down, and I will fix that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Pay no attention to what's behind the curtain. Sit down. Go back, go back, go back, go back. Go back. Go back. I didn't do it. <laughs> Get back on the couch. Get back on the couch. Uh, Matt, would you... Um, if, uh, yeah, this is great for the listening people, but you if you're watching, how? this Call is it. very funny. No, no, Ben. Call it's, it. Ben. <laughs> Why don't you uh, let me... This is going great. There's a All system. Right, I'm going to talk for a minute yeah, while you guys sit back please. down. Uh, okay. I'm on Aaron's mic. I'm on Aaron's mic. <laughs> Best one, one thirty-four. <laughs> We've done hundred thirty-three like before today. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> this is your swan. This is your penultimate episode. The clip. Put your headphones on. The clip, eh? Where's All right. Oh. And you knocked my doors off the railing. Well, you should have made the basement steps bigger. <laughs> Just forget, forget it, no. forget the green. No, screen. no. Forget anything. All right, here. Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah. All right, no cut. We're talking about no country for old men, right? No podcast for no old for, for the Sparkies. No podcast or no audience for our podcast. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you came here. Yeah. No for more love. no more audience. Um was there any was that's the whole that's the whole trick. There wasn't any audience to begin with. Yeah. It's all a joke. And then I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> you can kind of see Aaron just struggling. Fix <laughs> it. I'm, I'm fixing. All right. I'm fixing. Okay. I, well, so, bam, bam. Right. Tommy Lee Jones starts off the movie, and he's like, "I don't know if I want to be a part of this." And then he just kind of periodically pops in, uh-huh. and just kind of is like, "He doesn't do anything." I'm like old guy. He's like, like, he's like "I'm on a. Yeah. I'm waiting for my everything's my... so evil." Yeah. 
Um, but really, the the majority of the movie is like a Breaking Bad. Uh, uh, Vince, what's his name? Gilligan. Vince Gilligan from that's his name. A the director. Three hour tour. Uh, a three hour. It's tour. very much that style of. Uh, Every little detail is shown. It's very re- hyper realistic because there's no music. There's what? no. You ruined my joke, Matt. What? I was going to tell Aaron how, how much I love the score. <laughs> I go, this is probably wow. Aaron's favorite movie because there's no score there's to no it. Score to it. Yeah. Who's to say that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> who's to say that I dislike score? I just dislike musicals. Get out of here. No. But. No. Do you do you agree with that? Have you seen Breaking? You haven't seen Breaking. I have Bad. not. I've avoided. I think you would like it. You've seen so Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Did you get that vibe with No Country for Old Men a little bit of like each little each no. little detail? You gotta you gotta tie the things together and then get the I pole do. and put those together and then shove it into the air vent and then you're gonna I pull do. it through. I do, but this one felt more. Uh, this felt real. Like even more. Like this felt real because yeah. it, it was like. Everything wasn't over dramatic, dramatic, or yeah. Everything was. It was very Dramatized. realistic in its presentation. Nothing yeah, was yeah. impossible. Yeah, and not having the music would made it really tense. It yeah, was definitely a. I would call this a tension masterclass. It, definitely, the sound is what made it very tense. A lot of tension. Yeah. And and like the setup of the, the characters. Uh, let's just talk about like the suspense. I love the sh- the part when he's in the hotel and you see you hear like. He fe- the footsteps. The footsteps of Anton Sugar walking around, and then he turns the light off. Like that's such Alfred Hitchcock, you know. Yeah. Like that's yeah, such yeah. brilliant filmmaking. Um, about that, what what I love so much about this movie is the pacing in particular. Is that nothing will happen for long stretches, and then everything happens all at once. Well, mm-hmm. and so that's that's kind of where the movie started. Is Tommy Lee Jones just kind of talking, and it's you know he's getting arrested, but then. Then it's like a smash to this in super intense violent chokeout on the floor. Mm-hmm. You see the scuffs yeah. everywhere and stuff. Blood coming out sets the neck. Up, yeah. It sets up how he kills people. Yeah. And it also sets up just like, an immediate. It's immediate it, that it this guy up, this is a bad guy. It sets up anybody could die. It also sets up when he kills people in different ways and doesn't kill somebody all at all is like a is a cool mm-hmm. character piece. Kind of like Darth Vader and the Empire Strikes Back when he's killing all the generals in the very end, you think he's going to kill the generals like yeah. he just walked. You set up this whole like presence of this loose, crazy maniac. He has he has like methods to his madness, and and I almost there's a couple of things I dislike about the movie, and that's where the characters like in words spell out the Shigur character. Where there's 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 at least two times in the movie we're like, what kind of man would you say he is? Like we didn't need to have that in there. Yeah, yeah. He's a man of no morals. Or he's a man of different morals to ours. I. I. But that's where they, that's where they show it. They, they, there's a lot of showing, don't tell in this. There's a lot, yes. And there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of showing. Of there's a lot of showing, and all that happened. Yeah. Oh, that which happened. I, which I didn't like, you know, because there's killings off screens of important characters. The main character. Uh, See, I I thought that was an okay choice to but, do that. But now I, I didn't ki- like it at first, but now Brolin. I think it's a good choice yeah, right. because it's, it's an it's an anti-western. Yeah, it's, it's, an, it's an anti-climax. You know, well, it's an anti-western like showdown. Well, they they set up okay, so they set up and this, it relates to Tommy Lee Jones's whole thing of uh, just chance. Me- meaninglessness and chance. Yeah, yeah. So sorry, and, go ahead. and it kind of relates to what the Coen Brothers are all about. They're very, they're very nihilistic yeah. <laughs> group of filmmakers, which is why like uh, just watch Burn After Reading. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> that movie's rough. Um, that's why like uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou is probably like. 
Does it make sense? It's the anti Cohen. It's the anti Cohen, and that's my it's my favorite one of their movies. Well, and like last last year, Buster Scruggs was like, I don't know which one. Let's do six stories that are all about this, <laughs> like uh, um, meaninglessness and how to. But like they set they set up this whole showdown at the end, you know, and it didn't happen. Yeah, and, it's like, and, and, and uh, a third party kills him, and well, it's uh, the, unclimactically, and, then and the the cl- the the climactic or the 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 worst part about the, the whole cher- thing? the cherry on top is that he kills he, his wife. It, well, but then he gets hit by a car. And yeah, like just it's all uh, random. It's like, oh crap! It's all like, random. They said well, yeah. they make, they make an, they're they're satiring what the western is. Yeah, because even the villain can, like just, you know he just, just he's just he's he part just of the, eat it. he's part of the randomness too. Uh, here, here's a little bit of, which I didn't like get the first time, but now I get it, and it's really good filmmaking. Is why do you? Cause I'm gonna ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Why do you think he walked barefoot uh, to go in the hotel? That can be heard, right? Well, so he started with just his socks on, and then he took his socks off because they got dirty. Yeah, they were yeah. bloody after he shot the the three people in the hotel. So why why didn't he? He didn't want to get his boots dirty. He didn't. He knows this is going to be a bloody thing. He didn't want to get his boots dirty, and they make hint at it with when he kills uh, Woody Harrelson's character, mm-hmm. like that. And they make hint after, after supposedly he killed the wife of uh, whatever. He checks his shoes. Yeah, it's true. So like, there's yeah. blood on it. So so because so, he he's making sure, and you get you assume, oh, she's dead. When they showed the one, you know, they showed is, they made a big. Which deal. I hate that part. I hate that part. Even what? though they showed off screen. Killing his wife like that. Just, oh yeah, I no, see. It's by design. See, I, it is, I thought it that was a great villain moment. Was that that he still saw it out because he he made a pro, a quote unquote promise to uh, him, yeah to him because of the deal yeah to Josh Brolin. But it may but but uh, but like I just don't like innocent people getting killed. Yeah. But a ton of people get killed. And Josh, if he didn't bring the water back to give the if he didn't feel guilty about the guy. He would have been fine. See, no, I, it, the, the money still had the tracker in it. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah. But he, wouldn't you check? Wouldn't you check that first? I don't know that in 1980 people were. Yeah, I don't know. About see, that sort of I thing. see. What I really liked about Josh Brolin, I thought Josh Brolin's character was pretty good with not a lot of, um, like he had a lot of character with not a lot of dialogue. Really, <laughs> like yeah, he used the couple. And this was just good writing too, just the way he phrased certain things. But then he had a couple of those moments, like when he figures out the tracker where he's sleeping, and he's just like, "Oh, jeez!" Yeah, even and if he, he just like for wakes, the tracker, he it just, was pretty well hidden. Well, but he just like wakes up, and you can tell so much with him because he's, 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 he's been thinking, thinking like, about it the they whole find time. Me? Because the Mexican he, people found him too. Yeah, because they're in his hotel room. They found like even the so even when he drove by the, the hotel the first time. Uh, he sees the uh, the window shades. The window shades slightly, you know, mm-hmm. this really subtle, and you realize oh, already in the jackpot. There. I'm trying to get yeah. you out of it. Well, and this is why this is why I started to compare it a little bit to maybe just because of uh, Walter White Breaking Bad. It's just everybody, the main characters are just so smart, like. <laughs> Like he just knows I'm gonna drive by and then I'm the next thing I'm gonna do is get the next hotel room over and I'm gonna pull this thing and then I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna pay off this person. I'm gonna make sure I bought this the the tent the tent at the store that has poles in it. Like all of those little things that they're thinking about, uh, everything played through. I, like just there was something about the characters that felt and even how Javier Bardem's character was tracking him and asking people these very certain mm. questions and. And from a direct tour, like the you're talking about the pacing, 
how they meter out the information to the character, not just to the audience, but to the characters too, so that it is a good cat and mouse game. Uh, yeah. It's really well structured, I thought. It is, but I almost wish they had uh, they had waited to reveal the the tracker until a little bit later, maybe just a little bit, because I I kind of liked the mystery of how did he find him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we knew that he had the tracker. I, we didn't I, know right away. I, I know, but we knew that uh, we, we knew that. Right, uh, I wish that had been pushed back had, a little bit. Right, right, right at the very beginning. He's like, right, I, I just wish they'd pushed it a little and, bit. But back. I do like the suspense of him like driving and looking. Yeah, at it, you know, that, that was, was a really cool. good moment. See, I, I like I like that they they where they where they cut off the tracker part because from then on it made it like oh let's see what he can do without this just like oh yeah you're right here so right the, now this GPS thing like let's see how. Good of a it ain't villain no GPS. He is. It's just a proximity beep. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, it's just like you. You still driving. gotta look. Did, did the third oh, it's party, beeping here. So the third party got away with the cash, right? In the Jeep. As far as we know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know that it matters. And that girl, that girl was the girl who said, "I got a bear in my room." She was the girl that died in the the water. Yeah. Okay. For all we know, she could have been with with the third party. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I don't know that it matters. Interesting to have your villain off screen, or, or your hero killed off screen. Well, so yeah, I get the point. I get the I get the cinematic choice for it, but it's just kind of, it's kind of life fun. doesn't work the way you want it yeah. to. Woody sometimes. Woody Harrelson also not off screen, but like you, you don't even see. It's just like poof, and you just yeah. get a little red cloud. Yeah, but how about that acting? Because you could tell how scared he he knew this. He was sold good. it really well. He was yeah. just like. You know, he just knew. That Woody Harrelson, run. consistently one of my favorite actors of all time. And why wouldn't she run? Why did she go into the room? Why did she accept her fate at the end? Uh, to, I mean, why did You're she, still talking about the wife? Yeah, she had a, <laughs> she had a clear getaway. She no, he ran. hit him hard, dude. How? No, if that's true, I he think she knew by that point that there her. was no running. Yeah. Oh, she could have gone out. Well, <laughs> he's gonna find her anyway. How did he find her there? That was tough work. Yeah, it makes me mad. It does. What did it you guys? So, I mean. If you if you haven't seen this, it's basically a back and forth trying to track this money and get it. Uh, Two with, million dollars. With then Tommy Lee Jones kind of popping in and out, uh, just because the sheriffs happened to find the different puzzle pieces and were following it. But he wasn't even following it. He was like uh, half. He had he had other. He people was very it. lazy about. He was, it. He was, he was like, meandering eh, through. Yeah. You can go do which that. Which is the whole point. Do he, I need to be there? Which is the point? Is that's the whole point? It's the, it's the opposite of what your western would do. The sheriff would look into this, you know, to, to figure out things, and there'd be a big showdown at the end. So it was the opposite of what people expected, and that's the whole point of randomness, even with Javier getting hit by the car at the end. You know, so th- that's the whole point of this movie, and I get it. You know, it's definitely a Western. And it's yeah. definitely a Western. Maybe that's why I like it so much. And it's definitely a Western that poops on the tropes. And it doesn't it's suffer like for it. Anti-Western? Would you call it? That's an exactly yeah. what I said earlier. Yeah. yeah. If you were listening, Matt. Well, no, I never listened. Ben with the call-outs. No, it was. It was <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're really friends off screen. <laughs> we promise. It's your end of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. This movie's pretty fun because it, it, no, in and of itself, it's the premise. It's a blast. It's such a bubblegum movie. No, it, it was pretty fun for me because, uh, I, I mean, it's it's just a movie. Like, bad stuff's happening, but you know it's not real. It's it's just kind of a ride, you know. But it's kind of a, an allegory on life. Too. Right. It, for me, it's How mainly that evil evil cannot be stopped a lot of the time. Or is it evil? Or is it evil? In Probably. Your, what is it? In, in my view, it is. Whatever. Yeah. But... Uh, 
for a premise so simple of let's do a Western but invert everything, that's a simple premise. It, it's pretty satisfying. And also a Western taking place in, you know. Like if somebody modern, came to me with a script modern, and said, yeah, I've got a Western, but everything that you think is going to happen is the opposite. And I'd be mm. like, that's stupid. You know, I like the old Southsterns. Uh, let's see. There we go. See the tongue in cheek? <laughs> 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 sounds like some kind of slur. <laughs> you with those Southstern boys? You know, good Souster? Two bit Souster? <laughs> Where were we, man? A Norster. So, <laughs> when you. He, An Eastern. So, him oh. as. So, uh, talk to me. You guys, so I, I, I'm following the Western stuff. I'm following the, um, the randomness part of it. North by Northwest. And the violence and stuff. Good movie. What's the, so no, literally no country for old men, Tommy Lee Jones. He has a line at one point where it's like, you can't stop what's, or the, when he's having his conversation with, said his, who was that at the very end? I don't even remember. Said his brother. It was just some relation of his just that some, I could some tell. Guy. Okay. The cat man. The guy in the, yeah, cat, man. the cat man with his wild cats. cats. Uh he's like, You can't stop what's coming, basically. Like you, Which has always been right. happening. He's saying like the Indians in nineteen oh eight when his great grandfather got killed or whatever. That was his story. He was saying like the whole metaphor is as you get older you realize, you know, from their point of view, the nihilistic like virtue didn't exist. None of the stuff good is like the good it's way is it's, it's, it's all things illusion. Just happen. It's all illusion. Shigur touched on that early yeah. in the movie with the quarter thing. Like it's it been brought you to here. 20, 28 years to get here. Yeah. That sort of thing. And he also mentioned to Woody Harrelson, your all your planning, all your all your rules and you know, stuff you do brought you to this situation. What good is the road if it brought you here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All, can I say though that his his like altercation with the guy at the gas station in the beginning is just cringy. Oh. My God, it's so good. No, I hate it. Actually. I hated it too. Actually, <laughs> w- really, his oh, lines just come station. off like some edgy teenager trying to be scary. I didn't like that. I, yeah. the, and he's chewing. And he's chewing on the character itself. The I like it. The character itself is scary, but the lines are just cringy to me. Like he's he's trying too hard, but so you, I can forgive it. You married into it. Do you think it was a, a, a smart uh, uh, a fart smeller? Is that what you think it was? A little too much. I, I too don't much know. Like we're the Coen Brothers. You know? No, I, I I never thought too hard about it. It's just like you couldn't have had some better lines somewhere. I mean, the rest of the movie's pretty good in that respect. Well, I think they flipped a coin to figure out what they wanted to say there. Right, right, of course. Well, I I will say though the the guy's like, "Are you going to shoot me?" And the like, Shigur's like, oh, "It depends. Do you see me?" That's also kind of cringy. Yeah. But I think it speaks to the character. He's not much of a person. Yeah. He don't ca- have much he, of a sense of humor. He's kind of chaos <laughs> and order. Um, maybe a bit of both. Maybe a bit of both. I don't have a whole lot else to say about this. <laughs> I'll be honest. I I like that so much it's a two two hour movie. Two hours just about. two minutes. It's to yeah, me, I would, that long. I would say long at least an hour and to me an hour and thirty. So what are the what are the things you oh, go ahead, hour and thirty. I didn't mean it. To. It feels very uh like these lines that we're talking about of like, oh, that line that where they had that conversation about the, and it's all about um, vegans. It's very nihilistic and stuff like <laughs> nihilistic and progress and <laughs> feeling washed up or whatever. Like A those are dog. so uh, uh, hyper, like small moments. Like and the mo- the majority of the movie to me is is Visuals. slow pacing. 
like creating this atmosphere and like these very methodical people going about it's not like run and gun western to what you guys are saying like right. it's overall it's you're right i guess it's turning it on set it a little breathe. bit but the very most airy. there's not a whole lot to commentate on it really it's Slice it's of life. people going about their business and trying to get away, and they're they're taking really... the steps. And then we're going to show them opening up the gas thing and putting the stuff in, and yeah. oh, light it, and then he walks into the store, gets the pharmacy stuff, and then he goes home, and then he ties it like he did. You see every single step, um, but we never see them use the bathroom. Yeah, What's pretty unrealistic, you know. Yeah. No, no. I I would say I characterize it as a very. Um, artisan take of a very simple story it's also like it's also like you said it's realistic it's also like this is what happened if in a moment of time you look into some like some random story it's random and you go back you know there's no there's no happy ending there's no showdown at the end it's just people it, that's it it's like life yep if you're wanting your happy ending you're probably going to be disappointed. so what are the things you hated matt I didn't hate anything. Yeah, about you it. No, you no, no. met. I, we were we we started late tonight, and Matt and I had a, a discussion before the movie. He said that there was something for which he had to knock. He had to dock points. Oh, there's there's some few things I had to dock points for. Right. But, okay. First of all, the terrible CGI uh, uh, deer deer the, the deer. Beginning. No, what, was wait, it was an antelope yeah. perhaps? Yeah, I don't know. The, the yeah. deer, whatever they were at the beginning, were so bad. I'm from Texas. I should know. It this. took me out of it. Mm -hmm. well, it was the, 2007, dude. Also. The the stuffed dog that after he jumps on him, it's uh, clearly yeah. a stuffed dog. I yeah. don't know about that. I mean, yeah. of course, it's not a real dog. Those but taxidermy well, they dogs. kill a real dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, I'm just saying. <clears throat> they could have done a little better makeup. I've seen get people, Andy Circus and just CGI it. <laughs> in my years, it I've seen like people carry uh, 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 Scooby Doo toy. I've seen people carry around dead dogs. They do look weird. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, Rufio, you can suck on a dead dog's nose. <laughs> You get the claps again. <laughs> Redemption. My people. I don't remember. I don't know if I have any specific scene that would dock points. Okay, so it was more of an that, overall yeah, thing. It's <sighs> sound yeah, it out. It's it's kind of like how you guys when you guys talk about some of these movies in the. It's like I don't really have a lot to complain about. It like, just didn't quite it's one reach of those. gold status. Yeah, it didn't just it didn't tip over to the point. I don't of even like, think it's the best Coen Brother movie. Well, no, there's that. Maybe not. There's the fact that the really the the memorable stuff from this movie for me uh, is kind of the 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 dumb like it's Javier Bardem and the the way he kills people with the air gun thing, like that's what I remember from when I saw it the first time. Um, it it yeah it just didn't elevate beyond now i think this is better than buster scruggs which came out last year I wow such that. an achievement um i think it's better than true grit you think it's better than true grit huh i do yeah yeah i think i like it better than true grit i need to watch true grit true again grit. i've only seen it once i think the best is their best movie is brother where aren't they? i mean that's a, a that's a reasonable yeah. take to have um any and, and I do love the Big Lebowski. Any <laughs> any last uh, any last thoughts before we uh, rate this movie? So it's interesting. This movie you were talking about, two thousand seven, was a movie like an extravaganza. Mecca really was. good movies that mm -hmm. came out. Mm -hmm. One of them of, uh, that I loved, I actually think is a better movie that should have won Best Picture. To, to be honest with you, um, and this movie was pretty good. But was uh, there would be blood? I thought that was a better movie. I mean, the movie spells it out for you, and then they deliver at the end. Absolutely, there will be blood. To me, is like just 
far and away far and away better than this it's good if i were to just put it it's timeless but you know what's interesting they're both shot in the same area oh the same time and in fact you can look this up uh, there was a shooting day when they were going to shoot on No Country that they had to stop or think of a different way to shoot because they couldn't shoot this one area because there was a giant smoke plume coming out from, <laughs> from the from the desert. And they go, what is that? What is that? And they found out, oh, that's a there will be blood set. That's when the oil rig was was being burnt. Nice. And they decided to, uh, to let bygones be bygones, and Daniel Day-Lewis actually plays that dog that gets shot. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was him. It's like a bit yeah. of a child! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, arf. <laughs> My bark goes all the way across the room into your bark. I drink your bark. Thick bark on that one. I drink your bark. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis, he was method acting yeah. for like three weeks as the dog. <laughs> That's right. He ate nothing but raw meat. Yeah, just pissing on yeah. everything. Have you ever had dog food before? Have you ever tried dog food? I have not. Why would we? I've never either, but I'm Were you locked in a closet somewhere and that was all there was? It's too carby. (laughs) Too many carbs. You know, the smell was enough to put me off of trying it. Woof. (laughs) Are we going to rate the movie now? All right, all right. No country for old men. All right. Matt, go first. I'll go first. Okay. Um, Come roll, please. So I'm giving, I'm actually going to give this a six out of (gasps) ten. I think it's a high six. uh, My goodness. That's. For, I to me that's like a this is a good movie six? to go see. Like this Appalling. is a good, this is a good movie to go see. Um, I liked a lot of the the like kind of thematic elements. To me though, it's just the overall. There's it, some of it gets lost to me in the overall flow of the story. Like uh, tears in the rain. So I, mm. maybe I've just it. Maybe there's just something about it that just did not latch on for me. Maybe it's because. This theme has been done so many times by them too that I don't know. For some reason, it didn't hit me the same way. Um, mm. But I thought the I thought the performance. I thought it was really well made. I thought the we've mentioned the ten, the tension and suspense and stuff. But that by far is the I think the greatest aspect takeaway from the movie is Absolutely. how how well it captures all of that stuff far into uh, with those different scenes. So, um, but yeah, I'm six I say six. I will not be upset at you. What do you get rated? Um, oh, well, am I? Or do next? you want me to go first? I, I can go next. All right. Um, I'm torn. Uh, I could go as high as an eight because I Antoine Tornger. Thank you. Mm. I could go as high as an eight. Yeah, I have I have nice. a really soft spot for western and western affiliated movies, and uh, everything in this movie hits pretty right for me. Even the anti ending, it it really got me. Hmm. I was like, wow, wow, I had a good time. Wow. <laughs> So an eight, eh? Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at an eight. All right, I'll be generous. I think an eight too for me because I actually, if I if you would have asked me when I first saw it, it probably wouldn't be an eight. First time I saw it, I, I would have given it like a five or a six. I didn't mm. like it. It just didn't set with me. But now I watched this. I think this is the second time I watched it. Same. Uh, no, third time. Um, well, yeah, I, I get what they're trying to do. As I become older, like I didn't like Stanley Kubrick films when I was littler. You know, younger. Mm. I think we we touched on this last week. I I was almost the same way. I didn't. I didn't dislike Kubrick movies when I was a kid, but I just kind of liked the the pictures. Yeah, they're pretty. But the rest of it, I was like, I don't get it. Yeah, so it's 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 along the same lines of that. Um, not spoon feeding the audience it grows actually, on you, a little and bit. actually treating your audience with a lot of intelligence, respect. Mm. Yes, you know they're not. I do feel respected by this movie. Yeah. Um. So I give it an eight as well. 
Wow, Ben right. and I agree. Wow. You know, eight, Again. Eight, six, eight, eight, six. <laughs> Clearly, uh, we're better than Matt. Yeah. No, I think it just Two means that you better. and I are too similar. Two we're going to have to fusion hot at some point. There's to, some stuff we don't <laughs> To get rid of the redundancy. I mean, I like musicals. That's true. We do That's disagree on that. Yeah. Well, next week, we'll... We're doing the West Side Story. No. No. <laughs> Okay, no, we're actually going to do a movie Ben's been wanting us to do for quite some time. Which I already watched because yeah. we had some confusion about we're what movie the, we were doing we're this doing week. The Third the Man. Third the Third Man, man, next man. Week. Which is not an Orson Welles... Dir- no. no. It, he's no. just in it. Yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. A rare moment of not being Hopefully in control. Hopefully it stays on Netflix through next week. Just watch it tomorrow. One. Watch it tonight. Yeah. It's a worthy watch. It's not even very long. It's barely over an hour and a half. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we've got. If th- you could not, we've got third. <laughs> we've got. Th- I will not. We've got third man next week, and then the week after that, if you're a patron for fourth us, fourth man, and then the sixth man, <laughs> and then then and the twelfth man is, is uh, football. This is the seventh iteration of that joke. <laughs> no, so I'm down for space. Next jam. week is third man. The week after is uh, the result of our current. Uh, Patreon poll, uh, which is the Jim Henson showdown. Right. So what's leading? I don't know. I haven't looked. No one's voted. I don't. Don't give it away. (laughs) Yeah. Don't don't say that out (laughs) loud. Uh, But I do hope it's not Labyrinth because I want to watch some of the other ones. Right. Right. So the Great Muppet Caper. Yeah. Or the two Muppet movies and Dark Crystal. So that's a Muppet movie. To strictly Muppet. It's a Muppet movie in the sense that uh, that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Two Muppets and a boy. All right. Next week, third man. <laughs> Tune in. All right. Ow! Wow. Why is this acting up today? We're still on. Yeah.